the number one Costa Rica real estate and investment podcast, bringing you experts from all over Costa Rica. Good morning, guys, and welcome to episode 118 with Richard Bexon, me, your host. Today, we're going to be talking with Maria Jose Castro. Um, she's the co-founder of Interior Design um, tech startup Pancake. Uh, we had Roberto Meza, her partner, on here a while back. Roberto was actually a project manager for construction. Um, but Mario Jose uh, is also founder of Cavo. It's a company helping people create strategies to kind of achieve their personal and business goals. She's a lot of experience in tourism and also in tech in this country. So it's going to be great to get her input in what she's seeing and also advice for listeners as well when it comes to investing in Costa Rica. For anyone that can't see the screen, you'll see that I'm uh, wearing my Mocha Origins. This is actually one of our clients who listen to the podcast and reach out, uh, Jeff and Chelsea. Uh, and also, I can't forget uh, Ava and Asher as well. Uh, Asher and I had a, uh, he's a young kid, probably, I think he must be about five or six years old, um, had a lot of fun together. I could only imagine what Jeff and Chelsea, the parents, were thinking as him and I were uh, doing ninja moves together as we were looking at uh, hotels here in Costa Rica. That's right, guys, you heard it right. Ninja moves as we were looking at hotels here in Costa Rica. Um, I do not know ninja, but he taught me some ninja moves. But yeah, Mocha Origins, guys, great company. Um, it kind of it, They make chocolate, high-end um, chocolate from bean, basically all the way to the shelf. You can find them actually in Whole Foods. So I just want to give a big shout out to there, to Jeff and Chelsea, because I think they're doing amazing work uh, out there. Um, so... Anyway, uh, remember, guys, a lot of you have kind of reached out to us. I apologize that I've not been cranking out the podcasts as much. Um, just I've been on the road quite a lot. You guys have been reaching out, helping us. We're helping quite a few of you actually buy hotels, um, actually build a couple of hotels as well. We've actually got a few of you that we've uh, secured land for and are helping you develop those hotels kind of from start to finish because we project manage the also build and build the kind of the marketing and sales strategy as well as kind of the financial analysis behind it as well and quite a few of you are finding the land and building homes or just uh you know kind of understanding the vacation rental market investment market here in costa rica if you'd like to reach out to us you can info at investingcostarica.com that's info at investingcostarica.com but enough from me let's get straight into the podcast with maria jose here good morning maria jose how are you doing hi richard good morning Really appreciate you uh, taking time on this, uh, I suppose it's a Wednesday morning, I don't even know what day of the week it is at the moment, uh, <laughs> to uh, come on the podcast with, with us here again and, uh, and and just get a bit of an update of kind of what's going on and what you're seeing in the world. Thank you for having me. Happy to, no, no. to be here. Awesome. Well, Maria Jose, the question that I always like to start off with, um, because again, I think everybody has a different kind of viewpoint into kind of what's happening in the world at the moment. Um, but I mean, you know, with the current... I would say world economic uh, challenges. You know, I would some people say issues, challenges. I wouldn't say crisis yet, but and you never know. Um, I mean, what are you seeing happening, kind of in in Costa Rica? Okay, so in Costa Rica, typically foreign investment is in coastal and touristic areas is somewhat somewhat associated with the high and low seasons, like tourism high and low seasons. So this year, the economic turndown uh, that the world has been living and uh, me that I'm also in the tech industry, uh, somewhat started in the tech sector. The the, the turned out, um, it's uh, kind of going like uh, it's related with the tourism low season when foreign investment in, in, in is typically low at its lowest, right? So the second and third quarters, uh, what I've seen is that um, 
was when it was felt the most. Uh, we'll see what happens with the end of the at the end of the fourth quarter, where st- things are starting to pick up. But we're like we're seeing an increase in appetite for investment. It's definitely not as in last years when it was huge, crazy, and not sustainable. But yeah. uh, like I mean, growth in 2021 and the start of 22 was exponential. Um, it it lowered, but it it hasn't like lowered. It just it's steady. But we'll we'll have to see what happens by the end of this quarter and and the first of next year. Yeah, I mean. How do you think it's going to impact Costa Rica? Do you think impact from an investment standpoint in Costa Rica is going to slow down or do you think it's going to, you know, kind of continue to be steady? I mean, what what would you foresee? I think it, it will continue to be steady. It's not going to be like last year's. Like, it was like exponential, as I said. It was just like crazy, crazy. But I don't see it coming, like going down. I'll see it will be steady. Yeah, I mean, if anything, from from you know my from my work, it's like it's going completely opposite. We you know we're getting busier and busier, taking on more and more projects and more clients. So, you know, I, I think a lot of people that I'm speaking to are just a lot of people. What I'm uh, getting are just tired of like the countries they're in, the political situations, what's happening. Don't know what to do with cash at the moment because if you're sitting on cash, I mean, what do you do? Do you buy real estate, which you don't know where it's going? It's probably not going to go up. It's going to go down. Do you invest in a market that you don't know what's going to do? You know, um, or are you just going to put it into, you know, bonds, which, you know, just kind of like a safe investment, which is kind of a hedge against inflation. Whereas I like to call Costa Rica the new world, you know, and uh, a lot of people are looking for that lifestyle investment. And I think Costa Rica offers that to them. Let's hope hope you're right, because it's it's only going to be bringing positive things here. Exactly. Exactly. Well, I mean, we interviewed uh, your partner in crime, Roberto Meza, a while back. Um, I mean, and you guys have the tech startup Pancake. Maybe you can explain a little bit to the listeners kind of what it does, um, how to kind of refresh their memory and also kind of what Pancake can do to help. them. Sure. So Pancake is uh, what we like to say is the easiest, funny, uh, funniest and most enjoyable way to design or redesign a space. And we do this in a live session. So in a space in a in a matter of two hours, you have a, a space completely designed not only with three um, D perfectly three D renders, perfectly designed three D renders, but also a list of furniture that you can where you can buy, uh, that you can buy through our platform. So uh, we are bringing we are making design accessible to everyone. Typically, design is only accessible for the top one percent. So we're taking it to the next level. Good That's what you. Pancake does. Uh, latest news, we were awarded the company of the year by the, uh, El Financiero. So this is this just happened Congrat- this week. Congratulations. And yeah, Pancake is doing great. Team is great. We're growing. Customers are happy. Uh, so yeah, that's where we wow. are right now. Good for you guys. No, I mean, I think it's a very unique concept and I think it will be very, well, I mean, it is successful and I think it will continue to get, you know, more and more successful. I mean, I think for anybody that's listening that wants to redesign this space, um, you know, to be able to do it live with an interior designer in two hours and also be able to get, you know, to order the furniture there. I think it's just very unique. Uh, and as you said, you know, it used to be reserved for the top 1%. And now, you know, I mean, I know that people have used it here in Costa Rica before just to, you know, refurbish uh, and redesign their spaces. So Totally. No. And it's, we're the only company that's doing this worldwide yep. uh, in live session. 
Okay. Well, I mean, let's let's ch- switch gears a bit. I know that you have quite a bit of experience, Jose, in the tourism world as well, and also kind of consulting. Um, I mean, you've kind of worked with the hotel industry and also kind of, I, I'm sure that you have a bit of experience in luxury homes here. But I mean, what would, I mean, if you were building a luxury home in Costa Rica, what would you consider and why? Um, location, location, location. I would say it's, it's like, I would focus on that uh, to begin with. Uh, but then also availability of services from electricity, water, medical services, access to good education if needed. Like, I mean, if, if, if there's a family, if you, and you have kids. Um, also, a, a good diligence process, legal and technical as well, like engineering, uh, are good soils, permits are available, are places apt for construction and all of that. And also, um, based on my experience, get together a good team. Um, alignment between all the parties involved, uh, experience and execution capacity, from architects to project management to contractors. Um, and of course, uh, related a little bit to, to pancake, interior design is generally overlooked and safe for the end. It yep. should be considered from the beginning and budgeted for. <laughs> so, uh, and also real budget and space for unforeseen expenses which are kind of normal (laughs) i I agree on the interior design thing i mean you know i mean on our most successful projects the interior designer has been from the beginning like from day one you know with the architects because they have to work hand in hand because you know when it comes to um you know um structural design etc you know they need to know how big the tile is how high the tile goes what type of tile you know um so and you know all the furniture and kitchen sizes etc so you know it's a dance between all these parties and as you said they need to be aligned totally and also like uh the the it's all the parties because some it has happened that people like architects design this amazing houses but then when it comes to construction can they really execute that so and then that's what things get complicated right yeah no definitely definitely we've had a few of those cases before so yeah yeah. i mean again you have a lot of experience kind of in the in the in the the hotel industry i mean you were in you know you you were i suppose basically you know you were in cayuga for how many years 13 you were in 13 years which is a sustainable you know hospitality company here you know running some of costa rica's most well-known hotels here I mean, if you were going to build a hotel, uh, Mario Jose, in Costa Rica, because a lot of people, you know, contact us and look to do this. I mean, beyond don't do it, where would you do it? What would you do and why? <laughs> okay, so based on my background and experience, I cannot think of anything different than a boutique hotel. Yep. 15 rooms, uh, more or less. Um, where? Well, I mean, it's everything that I mentioned, like location, location, location. Uh, of course, there are hotspots, but I will make sure that the opportunity is not only like a two to three year opportunity. It's also more like on the on the like long run. Um, place has to be a destination, uh, or if not, you have to have the time and money to create the spot, which takes time. Yep. And um, well designed, well defined and designed concept and, and target market. And so basically, <laughs> be, I mean, be be willing to dedicate your life to to, to the hotel. 
Yeah, I mean, that's it. I mean, that's what I think that people sometimes don't understand is that like, you know, with the boutique hotel, the margins, you know, I mean, you know, with the cost that you have, if you can get 15 plus rooms, you know, because eight rooms and 15 rooms, the staff that you need doesn't change that much. It really doesn't. But your doesn't. income, your income nearly doubles, you know. Totally. Completely. Um, so it's, you know, that's where it gets interesting. And like, again, is you need to dedicate your life to it because it, it's your concept, you know, and I mean, it's, you're going to be the driving force behind this. You can have people work with you, but like, nobody's going to really understand that concept and drive it through and have that vision and that passion that you have. So, um, so yeah, I, I, I completely agree that like, you need to want to dedicate yourself to doing this. Yeah, and, and and if not, at least be willing to to have the people that can execute your vision. But your vision has to be well defined, and, and the concept has yeah. to be well designed as well. Well, and you need a great culture in the property as well, of whatever it is, if you have that staff. Because you know the famous saying, "Culture eats strategy for breakfast." So you can have this amazing strategy, but if the culture is not there with the people there, and they're not clear about it, it just will not be executed. Correct. Okay. Ideas are all about execution. Definitely, definitely. So, I mean, a lot of people are probably sitting here, you know, at home going, come on, Maria Jose, where would you do it? What would be some of the locations that you would do it and why? Well, that's a tough one. I mean, if we if we look if we look back, Nosera and Santa Teresa were massively on the spot 10 years yep. ago. It was only for kind of years or, or there were like people would know about them because somebody else told them about them. Uh, about the places um but i would say uh, look for places that that can foster an active and healthy lifestyle as well places that are easy to to a place that makes it easy to to be part of the community access to all the things mentioned before water electricity um um medical services um education if needed and I mean, you can now you can see places like Playa Grande, Ojo Chal developing faster than than before, for example. But it's just it, I think it's also aligned with what we talked before about okay, what what do you want to build? What what yep. what like what are you looking for? And then take it from there. I agree. I agree. I mean, sometimes it goes back to that concept because I think if you have the right concept, sometimes you can build it anywhere with a great you know sales and marketing plan. Um, Correct. But you also need to be wary as well is that, you know, I mean, the pioneers take the arrows. So if you're going to try and create a destination, if you're just going with a regular hotel in the middle of nowhere, it's going to be really difficult. Okay. You know, not impossible, difficult, but like you need a unique concept because, I mean, we know there's a list of hotels here that haven't made it, you know, just because of their, you know, their location, the concept wasn't unique enough. But there are other hotels um, like, you know, I mean, Real Perdillo, I would never thought Real Perdillo would be a success. You know, it's in Bagasses in the middle of nowhere. It's kind of not really on the way to anywhere, you know, and they've just done a great job with like finding that niche of like wellness. And I mean, that river's pretty unique. That's a cold river, you know, with water, you know, thermal springs going into it. It's just, yeah, it's a unique place. It's a beautiful property. But as I mentioned before, you have to have the time and 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 to to be willing to wait and work to create the spot. And that's what they have done. It's, yeah. it's taken time for them, but they, they, they're doing it. And, and it's, it's a, a success. Yeah. Well, I mean, what do you think? It's not going to happen from the, from the day to, to the night, from the night to the day. I, 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 I don't know what the saying is in English. 
It just won't happen quickly sometimes. Uh-huh. But yeah. Exactly. I mean, what do you think of the beach towns in Costa Rica that will grow over the next five to 10 years? I mean, you mentioned Grande or Hachel, but I mean, do you think that, I'm going to change the question a little bit. Do you think Nosada and Santa Teresa now are overpopulated or you think there is still room to grow there and to run a business there? There's still room to grow. Uh, it's just a matter of, of really defining what you want to build because there's a little bit of everything. So how do you want to stand out? Yeah. So what do you think of the beach towns that will grow over the next five to 10 years then? I mean, where would you where would you be making bets? Uh, I mentioned I mentioned two of them. But so it's Playa Grande, Hochal and, and the, like more on the on the south side of the of Costa Rica. Um, I, I mean, it's 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 a tough one. It's a tough one because because as no. I mentioned, I mean, nobody would have at Nosara and Santa Teresa to be such a hot hot spots right now, right? Ten years but I mean, before. I wonder if like we're seeing a pattern here because again, Nosara had the Johnson and Johnson, you know, take over Harmony and then they got some stuff in the New York Times and then that really kicked it off. I mean, when you have billionaires come into town, you know, it kind of changes things. You know, Santa Teresa, you know, I mean, I'm trying to think, you know, it was Giselle Bunchin and Tom Brady, you know, kind of came in and then I mean, it'd been picking up, it had been growing, but not at the pace at which it had been growing. But every time you get some like mega superstar billionaire come into town, you you know, the millionaires kind of ride in afterwards, if that makes sense. And then stuff starts to go crazy. So, you know, I just wonder, you know, if, um, you know, basically every beach town needs a billionaire and then from there it will really kick <laughs> off. So, yeah. Well, it, 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 yeah, I mean, the pandemic helped a lot. Of course, with with the with the, with all the bump and all that, but I'm also looking at things like, for example, okay, Nosara. So it's grown so fast, but there are also millionaires that would like to be close to the hotspot, but not necessarily at the hotspot. So yeah. you can see um, places like Ostional or Marbella developing as well, because it's not yeah. like. It's close to Nosada, but it's not in Nosada, right? Yeah, I mean, what I've started to find is that, like, the original kind of settlers that were there, I mean, and I know quite a few of them in Nosada, you know, and in Santa Teresa. And I've even just seen it in areas such as, you know, Tamarindo and Vita. It starts to get a little bit more busier and touristy, and that authenticity kind of is not what it used to be. And it gets busy, you know, and then the roads deteriorate sometimes if they're not, you know, asphalted. And then they sell up and move further out. So as you mentioned, there is like some of the Nosada original guys are just like, look, I'm moving out. I'm going to Pelada. I'm going to Garza. I'm going to Marbeos, you know, you know, and Inuvita, you know, everyone's moving south to Ojachau, Tres Rios, um, you know, and the Tamarindo people that were in Tamarindo, you know, kind of moved south to Panilla, Avianas, Negra, or they've moved north to Grande, um, you know, and we'll see if, you know, Bahia Piratas up there, you know, kind of takes off uh, just the access to it is not easy, but you start to see that, you know, kind of trend and it just seems to kind of just go in cycles here. Yeah, kind of moving out, but still staying close to where, where everything's happening. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So, I mean, where do you believe the gaps in the market lies at the moment? I mean, just in, it can be in anything, in business, in tourism, in vacation rental. I mean, where, you know, where do you think that like, there's just like, I just don't understand why people aren't doing these type of things. Okay, so I've seen... Um, Work and play options for extended stay. 
So yeah. uh, okay, I'm I'm here. I have a house. I, I'm at the hotel. I'm I'm just enjoying my time. But I I also need to stay connected. I also need to work. I have to have a place where I can like where I can rely on the internet, on the services, and all that I need to just continue like with my business or with my my life as well. Um, that that's one. Another one I see it's just um, nice, well designed, and affordable housing options for for locals and people working in the different uh, yeah. sectors. Uh, those that supply the tourism industry, the, the, those the, the workforce. Yep. And headacheless property management services. Yes. I keep getting pushed <laughs> to see whether I want to do property management. And I'm like, guys, I don't want to do property management at the time. I'm like, I'm looking for a good partner <laughs> to do the property management with. I just don't want to run it like the day-to-day -day operations. Would you rather have an hotel? Just sold a hotel. No. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this is like, so this is like one of the very... <laughs> Uh, this is like one of the very few times that I'm like, you know, I don't have assets where I'm like, okay, I'm, you know, trying to figure out the next big move here. Uh, I'm, you know, hotels are like, I feel like a mosquito or a, you know, a moth to a fly sometimes. I'm like, I, and I've said it like at certain stages, I'm like, I'm never doing that again. And then, you know, like a year later, I'm back in it and then I get out and then I'm like, I'm never doing that again. Um, but it's just, you know, I, I always say I, there's something addictive about it. And I think that that's like, you just get to meet amazing people and you see people at their best and people are like, well, what do you mean at their best? I'm like, they're on vacation. They're not stressed. They're not thinking about work. Like we get to see the real people. Like there's no facade really. Like nobody cares what your, what your political, like, you know, allegiances are, what your business is, how much money, like no one cares. Like we just get to see the raw per individual, which is kind of nice. Agree. Completely. You know? But yeah, it's, yeah, we'll see. I'll probably be on here in six months being like, hey, I just bought another hotel. And uh, yeah, anyway, <laughs> anyway. Um, and I need somebody to run it for me. <laughs> yes, <laughs> exactly, exactly. So so my last question I love to ask, Mary Jose, is I, I know that you're busy. I mean, if you were to, if you were to invest, if you inherited $500,000 and had to invest it into a business or real estate in Costa Rica, what would you do with them? Why? Come on, you know the answer. You put it in pancake. Of course. Mm, okay, but let's say let's say you. Uh, well, I mean, I suppose it's a business in Costa Rica. I mean that that that. It works. is. If you had to invest it in real estate, what would you do then? Put it in pancake. <laughs> there you go. Put it in pancake. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Great answer. I mean, for a for a founder and uh, you know driver of the business, that's a that 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 really is a great answer. So uh, so awesome. Well, Mario Jose, I really appreciate you coming on the podcast. I'll put all the uh, contact details for Pancake and also you in the description down below for anyone that wants to reach out or is looking to um, kind of you know again redesign, uh, you know, do interior design for their home. It's that easy. You don't need to be based here in Costa Rica. You can be based anywhere in the world. Um, but really appreciate you taking the time to come on the podcast this morning. Thank you. Thank you for having me. It's great. Uh, great chat. Fantastic. Have a great day, Mary Jose. You too. 
I uh, hope you enjoyed that uh, podcast there with uh, Mario Jose from Pancake. Um, as you guys are aware, all the contact details are there in the description. So I think for anyone that's looking to do any interior design, I think it's just a very unique concept. I remember, you know, I did a little bit of consulting for these guys um, just because they're friends of mine as well. But it was just a very unique business. I love businesses. Anyone that's uh, spent some time with me knows that I love to know the intricacies of all businesses and kind of understanding all the quirks and where people kind of saw that tipping point in their business uh, as well, where sometimes it just goes a little bit crazy. But well, anyone that's uh, looking to uh, chat with us, would like to work with us, uh, again, we're investment consultants here in Costa Rica. So we kind of guide you in that process. I think for anyone that's been out with us, understands of like, wow, this was, I think the words that people use is this was much more knowledgeable um, you know, then I thought there was a ton of knowledge, you know, I got a really wide perspective. Um, and, you know, it was intimate, you know, we like to have fun. I mean, you know, it's Costa Rica. I always say to people, I'm a little bit cheeky. But anyway, you can email us info at investingcostarica.com info at investingcostarica.com. Uh, until the next podcast, guys, I hope everyone has a great holiday season. Speak to you soon. Bye. The number one Costa Rica real estate and investment podcast bringing you experts from all over Costa Rica.